Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome back to show us your TDs. We're three quarters the way through the NFL fantasy season, and there's 17 more days left until the fantasy trade deadline. But tonight, we are talking the NFL trade deadline and much, much more. With me, as always, is my PIC, Melky. How are you doing? Yo, that deadline was a snooze fest. Lucky that you guys being here is waking me up because... Other than that shit, I wouldn't even be bothered. What's going on, guys? Your favorite NFL fall milk beverage is back and extremely full from all that damn Halloween candy that ate because no damn kids came to my house. I mean, more for me, but God damn it, I ate too much. I'm a savage. I feel as heavy as Jamarcus Russell does before he takes the Browns to the Super Bowl every morning. Wait, what? If you don't know what that means, that's him taking a giant shit. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. How are you guys doing? And I know we've got a special treat in store, and I'm going to let Gooby break it down for you. What's up? What do we got? Today, we have a special guest, the one, the only Eagles fan ever to join us on this podcast. Bob Walker. How's it going, boys? Excited. First time this season to be with you. Got to rep the classic McNabb jersey. First yes, time I've sir. rocked it all season. <laughs> Fucking old hey, I like that you always bring toilet paper to the pod. It's it's much appreciative. Oh, I can't wait till the chat on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, just before quickly we get into football. And again, thanks for having me. I'm really excited and waiting weeks for this because we've been hyping each other up in the chat. Yes, but sir. One knock on the door for Halloween. Just one. Really? That's it. Yep, that's it. Holy macaroni! I can't believe that's, it. That's surprising. Yeah. Bought one of those boxes where you get like 90 Skittles, Starburst, like random yeah. candy. One kid got 10 things. Lucky him. Now <laughs> yeah. Amazing so, day, I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I... Uh, I gave out two pieces of candy and one like sour thing that I had. It was like a box of 45. I went through the box of 45 like instantaneously. I actually ran out of 250 pieces of candy. What? No way. And I was giving two to one kid. I actually had to go out and get more. Are you sure it's not in the toilet somewhere? It's definitely in the toilet. (laughs) I did have a couple, but... uh, I'm just bugging. I'm just bugging. Anyone we know who listening with kids, go to Gooby's neighborhood next year. Yeah, no kidding. Gooby's got the goods. I think because they had a giant 16-foot Jack Skellington. The Home Depot one that everybody had. They had the Jack Skellington right beside me. And I was like, oh, so that's probably why all the kids came to that house. And because we're connected, they were like, oh, let's just go to that kid's house, too. Did so, you have any decorations up? Yeah, I had like oh, some fucking, I had two tombstones, bats hanging on the ceiling. I played some spooky fucking noises in the background. I had some, you know, pumpkins and shit. So no, I would for sure that? think you'd have candy. And, 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 and I have because my mom didn't want scary <laughs> stuff because she doesn't really like Halloween. So I have just like a Maleficent fucking hanging from the uh, eavesdrop. The coffins and the scary noises. That's a typical day at the office for you in the Gooby yeah. household. 
Speaking of the goods, let's go to fantasy recap. We know this is Gooby's adventure this season. And by golly, Gooby, let's hear it. Let's hear what happened this week. Uh, A lot of screaming at the fucking TV Monday night. I literally, I probably lost my voice screaming at this TV. Let's break it down. Okay. Jalen Hurts, 32 points, killed it. DJ Moore, seven and a half points, not so bad. Michael Pittman Jr., 14 points. Jamar Chase, 20 points. He's starting to come up now. Like, I mean, the first few weeks was a little iffy with Jamar Chase, but he's uh, he's, he's doing big things for me now. Uh, Travis Etienne, 24 points. DeAndre Swift, 13 points. That fake tush push that they did, I am so happy for that because it helped me out a lot. Jake Ferguson with the 12 points. I like it. That was a great catch by him, by the way. I don't yeah, know. It was a sick catch. Uh, but I don't know if you watched it or saw it, but Jake Ferguson, Dallas's tight end, had a fantastic catch. Yeah, yeah two I'm defenders on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we'll talk about that in a second. Brandon McManus, 16 points. What a pickup I had for him because my kicker was not doing so well, so I actually dropped him. Uh, And then Dallas defense, 16 points. All right, let's get into the Jacoby Myers. Monday night, I was down by 2.3 points. 2.3 points, okay, boys? Now, I just needed Jacoby Myers to give me 2.3 points. So it was like 18 yards with a catch would give me like the tie or actually the win. By golly, did he wait to the last fucking minute to get 2.4 points for me to win this game. I won, like you won't even believe this, I won 159.8 to 158. .98. I won by .1. Gooby, you squeaked one out. It's kind of like one of those silent but deadly farts that just... (laughs) So kudos, man. How's the guy you played? What was his reaction? Oh, he was pissed in the chat, man. He <laughs> yeah. was pissed in the chat. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Bob, but two, like, I think it was two podcasts ago, I sent Melky a, a message. My commissioner started listening to this podcast and told my league to start listening to this podcast because oh. I was like kind of shit talking them a little bit. They're on my case now all the time about shit. So it, it's it's pretty funny. And uh, yeah, no, I, dude, like I said, Monday night, the Raiders didn't even have a completed pass in the first half. Whoa, dude. Absolutely terrible. And I told them in chat, I was like, you never, you never know. Like, yeah, I'm down by 2.3 points, but you never know. Like Jacoby Myers might not get shit. He might get injured. Who knows? Okay, and after on, the first half, I was like, on, what the fuck? On a scale of one to 10. How worried were you? 10 being extremely worried, one, no sweat. Uh, going into the game, I wasn't worried really at all because I was like, Jacoby Myers will I'm not least... talking about. I'm not talking about before the game. I'm talking about in the game, no way Jacoby Myers has not made a catch yet, and you needed 18 yards. After, after the half, the yeah. after the half, I was fucking losing my shit. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm actually going to lose by 2.3 because of a fucking quarterback that can't throw the ball. He's good at throwing other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's good. Yeah, porn stars. Yeah. After that happened, though, I was very happy. It could have been any better because it was that point one that won it for me, too. It was good. I, I was happy. He had one reception for 19 yards. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you win, man. The, the just, fantasy yeah, gods, man. The fantasy yeah. gods were like, Gooby, here you go. Here's your eighth win in a row. I am now eight and zero, oh, going in to my ninth week. How far are you going with this? Uh, not that far. I don't think I win this week. Excuse me? Oh, Ooh, you were in really? doubt this week. I am in oh, doubt this week. Okay, before he's so underplaying it. He's underplaying. He, he, he is. He's playing it cool. Before we do, before we get into your matchup, Ba, how did you do this week? I know you got a team rolling. Uh, yeah, just quickly because more interested, obviously, in Gooby. Uh, <laughs> after starting the season zero and three, your boy is now three and five. I won last week. So. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, making it back up in the world after being retired on injured reserve for a couple years. So. <laughs> It's not looking great for me this week because Josh Allen's my quarterback, so I might be looking for a replacement there, and we'll obviously talk later. But he got me 29 points. DeAndre Swift, Gooby, 14 points. Yep. Bijan Robinson, 12. I play standard, by the way. It's a 10-man work. Yeah. Yep. It's just like Brandon Ayuk, 15. Olav, <laughs> no legal trouble this week, but nine points. <laughs> not that great. Uh, George Kittle, which I drafted, which was bullshit because I lost Wi-Fi for that split second. So I ended up getting him pretty early on and I didn't want to do a tight end that early. But he's been doing pretty great since besides week one. And then Waddle, 25 points. Um, my kicker is Bass from Buffalo, six. And then Chiefs defense got me just uh, easily like eight points. But enough for the win. I won uh, 144 to 131. Nice. Very nice. Congrats. That's a good, win. That's a good uh, win. Yeah. Uh, can't believe the Chiefs got you that much points. Uh, that was yeah, just a horrible showing from them. That's crazy. Uh, I uh, talk later about no. I don't want to spoil Toonie bets or whatever. One of your major question yeah. with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say? No, I was gonna say before we get into it, I just want to share a little snippet of this group chat. The guy that lost by point one. He goes lost by point one. I'm a coward. And then one of his buddy goes, "That's okay." One time I watched the love of my life get plowed by a bigger, stronger, smarter, better looking man while I sat in a folding chair in the corner and cried. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what is the chat right now? It was the funniest shit ever. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this league, man. The shit that they come up with during like the group chats is just hilarious. They're all pretty good guys. I don't know, man. They're just great. It, it's a fantastic league, uh, even though I'm shitting on them quite quite badly. Didn't they make you the picture of the group chat? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> because of this podcast, now I'm the picture of the group chat. You're an overnight celebrity. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice right. for Chase in Cincinnati to start picking it up for you, Goobs. What's that? I said nice of uh, Chase in Cincinnati to be start know, picking it up finally. for you. All right, let's get into next week's projections. Now, I can't this give week's. you... Oh, sorry, this, what? This, this week. Sorry, this, week. this week. This week's projections. Now, I can't give you the full predictions because he still has some of his buy players on the roster, but we will go with what we can give you. Just mention his bench players, and then we'll, we yeah. can figure out what he's going to do. So, I got Jalen Hurts right now playing an unknown quarterback because Jerry Goff is on buy. DJ Moore versus Devontae Adams. 
Michael Pittman Jr. versus Amari Cooper. Jamar Chase versus Gabe Davis. DeAndre Swift versus Elvin Kamara. Uh, Alexander Matheson because Travis Entienne is on a bye. Sucker! He is in. So Matheson versus Derrick Henry. David Njoku versus uh, Darren Waller. Now that could change because Njoku is questionable. I might have to put Ferguson back in. Njoku's always been questionable since he's burned his face. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Uh, No, this is uh, a leg injury. They're saying something about his knee. Uh, So so they say. Jacoby Myers (laughs) and the flex versus an unknown flex player because Gibbs is on a bye. I got the kicker. Uh, Matt Gay plotting in for my other kicker, uh, McManus, because he's on a bye versus Saunders. And then I got Dallas defense versus Buffalo's defense. Now, he has Dalvin Cook on the bench. He has mm-hmm. Tajay Spears on the bench. He's got Gus Edwards on the bench. Ooh, he's Edwards got Deontay Foreman on the bench. Mm. Those are the four running backs he has to replace Gibbs with. I mean, he could go, uh, I think it's uh, Joshua Palmer for the Chargers. You could slot him into the flex. And the only quarterback he has right now on the bench is the rub and tug, Deshaun Watson. Are you fucking kidding me? Who's probably not playing. I'm looking at the player list right now. Quarterbacks all available. He's got Dobbs. Love, Stafford, Baker Mayfield. Loser. Uh, Rit- Ritter, Mac Jones, Gardner Mishu, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, and then the, the lower half of... So much garbage available. Although, yeah, that Josh Dobbs one could be interesting, but problem is, we'll talk about it with the deadline stuff, he might not be playing this week. Yeah, Is Stafford so- okay too? He's day to day. Yeah, he's day to day. So, I technically, like right now, I'm pro- projected to go 116 points. Uh, if you slot in a 25 point quarterback, which you probably won't get, so probably slot in a 20 point quarterback and an eight point flex. Uh, he's looking at, I don't know, 90 something. You stupid. I think I'm going to lose because Devontae Adams needs a good game. He's going against the Giants. Cooper's going up. Do you you know what happened in Raiderland? I do. Daniels is out. The GM is out. And porn star Jimmy is not playing. He's being benched. They're going with the rookie. Yes, Devontae's going to get maybe his numbers, but I don't expect him to break out like you think he's going to. You got Amari Cooper versus Arizona. Gabe Davis versus Cincinnati. Allen might not play. I was going to say, I wonder how Davis's production will be this week. Yeah, it's true. I think Josh uh, Allen plays, though. The, yeah, the I know big, it's a shoulder, but I think he plays. The biggest hit is going to be Kamara and Derrick Henry. And because I don't have Etienne play and I have to play Matheson, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be hard to, to get the W in this week. By a close matchup, but I think you might still have it a bit. I still think you win this one. I still think you have the better overall team. Now, Gus Edwards could be interesting. He's been on fire the last couple of weeks. He's been a nice spark plug for Baltimore. Who were they playing this week? Baltimore's playing Seattle in Baltimore. Mm. In Baltimore. Okay, okay. I still think you win. And and the shit thing is, is like, I really want Jalen Hurts to ball out. Yeah. And I don't want him to ball out. (laughs) He can get yards, but not touchdowns. How's that? (laughs) 
get 500 yards. All right. So, Melky, it's a win for you? Yeah, I think you're going to win. It's definitely going to be a close affair. Not dismissing that because you do, you're missing Etienne. That's a big loss right there. There's a lot going on with your team, but I think his team is worse off. Even with the reinforcements he has, you're still way better depth wise. Wide receivers, I might give to him, but it's close. I just think overall, you got the best quarterback, or sorry, the better quarterback. You've got the better running backs, defense, Buffalo, Dallas. Jekyll and Hyde, I mean, Dallas is number one in defense overall, bah. but <laughs> you never know. They're playing the Eagles this week. That That's a divisional matchup, so I still give it to you, man. I could also slot in Rashawn Johnson. Why? 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 I wouldn't slot a Bears running back right now because you got Foreman, you got Johnson. Yeah. And also Fields likes to run too. But I want to hear what Ba has to say. Yeah, Ba. So it's a win for Melky. Ba, what do you got? No, I I completely agree. Like I was saying before, I think you're going to eat this one out. I think it's going to be close. I definitely think you have the better quarterback. I, you put that on record for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know what? This is a little spoiler alert for future, but I actually think it's going to be a pretty high scoring affair between both our teams for the game this weekend. And okay. that's going to be kind of my pick. So I actually think you have the defense. If Allen plays, which helps me in fantasy, that's a bonus. But I think some of his wide receivers are questionable. And even though I agree with you about uh, Metcalf and Kamara, who are mainstays, I can see them only kind of putting up like 15 points, maybe under 20 points. And I think with ATN out, yeah, that's kind of a loss of maybe 8 to 10 points for you at that position, which kind of sucks. But I think overall your team's pretty strong this week. All right. For for your opponent, I, I do think it's going to be close. Like you guys, it might be like a low scoring. I, re- I really think so too, because like Derrick Henry and Kamara are going to put up monster points this week, I think. Especially yeah. Kamara's facing Chicago and Derrick Henry's facing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gives up yards receiving but they're pretty good on the ground so that could help i just you. never trust a thursday night game especially with yeah no, it just be a really low, it's gonna be like a 17 13 yeah. <laughs> all right all right well uh i'm gonna say that's two wins and a loss so Under i guess wins win so yeah you're hopefully i can go nine and oh and keep that uh undefeated train rolling i'm cheering for you goop yeah, we're actually rooting for you, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. Uh, let's get into some highlights. And I really don't want to start this, but I guess I have to. Yeah, you Give do. Them you know what? <laughs> the, there's a reason why this isn't last is because we save the best for last. And we start with the worst. <laughs> The Broncos beat the Chiefs 24 to 9. The sky is falling officially. Unfucking believable, <laughs> especially when your quarterback goes 12 for 19, 114 yards, and three touchdowns. Like, how did you get to the end zone? Because how did Jerry Judy, how did Jerry Judy get a touchdown? I, I don't even that. know. Like, you have 114 yards from your quarterback. You have 85 yards from your top running back. How did you make it to the end zone? Yeah, Jared Judy. That's the name of the, the both yeah, sides. Yeah. It was crazy. 
Jared Judy, two receptions for 50 yards, one touchdown. Cortland Sutton, two receptions, 29 yards, one touchdown. And Javante Williams, three receptions, 13 yards, one touchdown. And the defense had uh, one, two, looks like two INTs. Yeah, two INTs. Patrick Mahomes, 24, 38, 240 yards. Zero touchdowns. Zero yeah, touchdowns. Zero, zero touchdowns. No points in the second half for the Chiefs at all in the third and, and fourth quarter. Garbage. And I'm just like, how? You want to know how? It's because Taylor Swift wasn't in the fucking stand. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part was the ending of the game. And now I never. When they started you, playing T yeah. Swift? Yeah, yeah they were I, playing Shake It Off. I, I felt, love that. I don't give I credit to anything Denver, but goddamn, that was pretty incredible. I think if anybody beats the Chiefs. They play a Taylor Swift. I guarantee you, if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl and lose, Taylor Swift will be played at the end of the game. Oh boy! I mean, that's a massive win for Denver. They like that was what a 16-game losing streak to KC in a row before breaking that. It, especially after the season they had and everything that happened, it looked like it was going to be a complete fire sale, and Sean Payton was going to start this team over. I mean, massive, massive morale win if they can. Put something together with the Broncos. I mean, yeah, I mean those My Little Pony bitches. Who knows? I mean they're three and they're three and five, so they're not officially out yet. But I just want to ask you guys. This is about the Chiefs. So I want to ask you guys: Do they need a bona fide number one receiver? Like I know they didn't do anything at the deadline, but do you guys think that's that's holding them back? Yeah, I, I think they do. Yeah. Didn't they pick someone up in the deadline? Two weeks ago, they picked up Nicole. Nicole Hardman. I could, I would not consider him a number one. Okay, I honestly think that they could use a number one, not even like a number one, like just a number two, someone who has speed, who can get downfield and make plays. It doesn't have to be an all star. Like hell, if you put Adam Thielen on that team. It's a whole new story. And like, yeah, I love Adam Thielen. I think he's fantastic. I don't think he's a number one, but he's a very solid number two. You put someone like him on the team or like if they picked up Brandon Cooks, it could make a difference. I think Brandon Cooks is a better idea than Thielen. Thielen's good. Yeah, that's the thing. It's age, right? I wish they would have maybe poached uh, Devontae Adams. I know that they're not trading within the division, yeah. but uh, Devontae Adams or um, your boy DeAndre Hopkins, because they need someone like that to play alongside Travis Kelsey. D-Hop went for money. D-Hop's a great shout, especially after what it looked like Tennessee was going to be a little fire sale as well. And they could have gone there. I'm not going to take credit for this because I actually heard it on uh, part in my take, but it seems like KC is going into the New England Patriots route of their dynasty right now, where they're just going to keep bringing back old wide receivers and not really bring in that star. You know who would be really sick an option? Um, I don't know, maybe Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that guy's pretty fast. He, he would help out Patrick Mahomes. I think if maybe they got a wide receiver like that, that'd really help. But yeah, they, they had Mc- paid him. Yeah, so yeah, they bring back McCole Hardman. Uh, he's solid depth. I mean, he's going to catch the ball, but he's not going to really bring in ch- and change their offense that much. And, and Patrick Mahomes is going to still have to do it all. They rely so heavily on Kelsey in these short games, short yards for touchdowns. But then there's just really no crazy deep threats. And in the NFL, like defense is the name of the game now. Like defenses are getting so much better. Secondaries are getting so much better. It's so hard. You need that in your play. And Casey's kind of falling behind in that regard. You know what? They they could draft a young talent 
uh, wide receiver. Rashid Rice is actually really good. He's yeah. a, he's emerging into a nice player, but he's a rookie. So you got to keep drafting all these rookies. No, they need a bona fide number one. Yeah, they need a number one. I have one question. It probably would never happen because he's the future of Miami. But what if Casey no. threw money at Waddle? Why do you say such ridiculous things? I mean, anything's possible. But why would why would the Dolphins let Waddle go? I'm not saying you know, that they would event, let maybe him. Event, maybe eventually, because Waddle's going to want money. But yeah, exactly. Because Waddle's going to be like, look, I got number one talent. Tyreek Hill gets most of the balls. I want to make a name for myself somewhere else. Let's go to the Chiefs and win the Super Bowl. I think the Dolphins are just a pretty cohesive unit right now. And with McDaniels, I I think they want to win there. Like, I I could see Waddle staying for a bit. I I don't see the pull as much with KC, like, to to leave, I guess, to leave Miami for him. Yeah, no state taxes, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. All right. Well, we're going to go to a place that has state taxes and is pretty much like Canada, but just the U.S. version. And we're going to Minnesota and guys, Cousins tears his Achilles and is now out for the season. <laughs> they did end up winning this game 24 to 10 against the lonely sucky Packers. And Kirk Cousins, before he went down, went three for 31, 274 yards, two touchdowns. And he had a 122.2 QB rating. His counterpart, Jordan Love, who's not getting much love these days, went 24 for 41, 229 yards, one touchdown, one INT, rushed 34 times. Or had 34 yards, sorry, and had a 72.1 QB rating. TJ Hawkinson had a nice game. Six receptions, nine targets, 88 yards and a touchdown. Cousins tore his AC or his Achilles in the fourth quarter. Now he's lost. So I just want to ask you both, is the Viking season over? Bah. Um yeah. I, I still think that there's a chance, and, and we'll obviously talk with the trade deadline who their quarterback option is. They could possibly still do wild card. I'm not taking that out of the mix with their team. I still think they're good enough. But I think with the season Kirk Cousins was having, he was potential MVP candidate. I mean, like 18 touchdowns, five interceptions, like 2,300 yards, basically. So they had a chance to to upset some people in the North, possibly, and at least get to the championship. I don't see that now. So in a way, yeah, I do think their season's effectively, effectively over. And not only that, just hearing the interviews afterwards when something like this happens, they're devastated. Like that guy is a leader on that team. Like they were distraught, almost in tears. And you, it was just a gut punch for everybody, even as I'm not a Minnesota fan and my history with Philly with them. That's such a tremendous loss. He's also their best dancer too. So that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked them so much more after that quarterback. <laughs> yeah. That show was great. I think it's over for them. Justin Jefferson is on IR. They're getting a brand new quarterback, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, who's got to basically learn learn the plays, get ready for their Sunday game. I think it's I think it's done for them, and I also think it's done for Kirk Cousins. Uh? If any of you have watched the the show Quarterback, this man's a family man. He really was contemplating retiring. I think this puts the icing on the cake for him, yeah. and. I think that uh, this team will have to start in a new direction with a new quarterback. If they don't get a good quarterback within the next three to four years, Justin Jefferson will be off that team. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And gone to KC. 
to win he's, Super Bowls. He's not going. <laughs> he's not going. Oh, bringing it back, yo, Mahomes uh, and Jefferson. Oh yeah, that, that would, would be, be wild. I would never watch football until that duo would be gone because there would be no point watching football ever again. I completely agree. If they do not get a star quarterback after Cousins, he's gone for picks or whatever. Do you both think that this is the last time we'll see him in purple? Yeah, because he's a free agent. So, Who, so Jefferson. No, no, no cousins. 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 Yeah, no, he he's retiring. He, he he's not going to see any colors. He, he's ba, done. Ba, what do so, you think? I agree with Gooby in the fact that he's done in purple. I think, but I don't think he's done. I think this guy, with the grace of God and the healing power of Jesus, he's going to come back stronger than ever. At least mentally, that's what we have to tell everybody. I don't know if it's going to be New England. Somewhere like that, that I could possibly see him. And there's a couple other options, but I still see Cousins playing. I don't think it's a retirement. With the opener that you had, you definitely watched quarterbacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a religious man. Yeah. Through and through. With the grace well, of God, he will come back stronger. Yeah. I could see a reunion in Washington, to be honest with wow. you. So but Howell's, they're moving on from him. The t- Howell is nice, but he's a backup quarterback at best. I can see a reunion with Cousins with the weapons they have, like Dodson and McLaurin. They've got some good pieces. The the two the running backs, Robinson. All they need is a quarterback to compete in the AFC East. So, or NFC East, sorry, in the NFC East. That's who Casey should go after, McLaurin. That guy is so underused, underutilized, even in the NFL. He he should be a face and name in the NFL. How talented that guy is, and that's going for the Eagles fan. They've wasted him. Going. Oh, sorry. I, I, I was about to go off topic. So say what you're going to say first. I was just going to say, let's not waste any more time. Like Washington does cheering for their for the commandos and go to the next story. Bar. Oh. But go ahead. OK, I just just a quick note. Speaking of injuries, Jets have said that if they make the playoffs, Rogers could come back in time for the playoffs. Oh, my God. He's a freak. Did you see him passing on the field? Dude. You see him moving around? The peyote and everything, ayahuasca, that stuff's legit. It's healing him. Yeah. He, he does have a connection to something. He does, obviously. He's got the best medical doctors and medical science at his feet. So, no one intended. 100%. <laughs> he, he called up Joe Rogan and went, give me everything you got. And that's probably what happened. Okay. Bah. Let's, let's talk about your eagles. Oh, okay, well, don't twist my arm too much, folks, because Philadelphia Eagles currently are 7-1. and one. <laughs> They beat the Washington Commanders 38-31. to 31. And I know you're thinking to yourselves, of course, the storyline, like my upset boss, who is a Washington fan, the refs, another paid game for the Eagles. No face masks, that, that drop pass, whatever. Real story, on one knee, the man Jalen Hurts, four touchdowns, constantly limping on and off the field, and then just, he's got that dog in him. I mean, that sentence applies to no one else but him. I mean, he is my guy. I know two years ago when I was on the show, I was telling you that my dream for last year was just to know that we had the guy QB. And I mean, he just reaffirms it every day. How can I not say anything about AJ Brown? Setting an NFL record, six games of 125 plus yards. Ever since that freak out, that tantrum, which folks, Trust me when I tell you, Melky let me know about it in the football chat. He lets me know about any ego negative news. Well, let me tell you, something happened in that player meeting or Jalen Hurts threw them together like the leader that he is with Kelsey and everybody else. 
because he has been on an absolute tear. Uh, Devontae Smith has almost become secondary, but still not because he's grabbing a touchdown in the third, fourth quarter. He's still providing a uh, hundred yards. This team's on a roll. Oh yeah. I'm cautious about this game. I know we're going to talk about the matchup because it doesn't fucking matter about being in seven and one because we are about to play the Cowboys. Everything else is in the past. I, I've, I've already basically, I know I'm reviewing it right now. I've basically forgotten this Washington game. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> that team, that team's a fucking joke and I haven't even gotten into them. Hertz is banged up, like I said. And these aren't excuses because we'll talk about it later, but the Cowboys are banged up as shit too. And I know that like our secondary is taking a lot of hits. Like obviously we're good with wide receivers. I don't know. I, I really thought we were going to pick up a running back, truthfully, someone else uh, to help because Penny is just like his whole career injured on and off. They don't seem to want to give Swift like a crazy amount of workload, but at the same time they do. Anyways, keeping positive about this Washington game, <laughs> Powell, four touchdowns. I mean, the guy plays well against Philadelphia. I'm not going to give it go against him on that. But yeah, I agree with you. He is not the fucking guy. The trade deadline, they just got rid of two guys that were very important to this team. I do not know how they're going to last the rest of the season. And Tugboat Ron, what exactly does that man do for his job? Because honestly, <laughs> I've never seen a man just skate by at his job. Like he knows he's quitting or he's getting fired, but the pension's already in and he doesn't give a shit. Nope. Now, I'm not going to say I feel bad for Washington fans because I never <laughs> will say that, but it's it's a treat to watch. That's twice now we've basically destroyed their season because the last time we played them before this game, their all-star rookie was in tears. Why are you crying? So I'm loving it. Bye, hi. <laughs> no, it, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Sam Howell, though, he's not bad. He's, no, he's, he's, he's good. No, 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 no. No quarterbacks numbers increase when they play the Eagles this season it's not just Howell it's other quarterbacks who for whatever reason you make quarterbacks look elite well yeah we won't even get into the interceptions with Hurts yet so there are not yet, not yet. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you guys yeah. are the Eagles officially the best team in the NFL right now hell yeah they didn't lose to the Broncos <laughs> let's go better than the Dolphins yeah yeah Dolphins haven't beaten anyone with talent as of right now yeah i mean i can't disagree we've got the best record we've played a couple of good teams yeah we've had some wins against some poor teams but who hasn't at this point so they're flying high besides injuries our offense is buzzing and we just have some of the best like o-line d-line in, in the nfl but defense is struggling a bit you gotta tell mr carter to stop flopping that pissed me off two two games ago well, we'll see. He's got a bit of a back injury, so I'm worried about my, my Sounds boy. like a him problem. <laughs> he, he's, in, he's incredible. Yeah. Probably one of the steals of the draft. And everybody was saying that at the time, and of course I was buying into the hype, but the way that guy moves full-grown men around, well, I love football. <laughs> <laughs> but Goobs, let's talk about one rookie to another. Oh. Okay, all right. Well, let's talk about Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans. A.K.A. Tennessee, Mr. Mayo. But yeah, Tennessee Titans gross. beat the Falcons 28-23. to 23. Levis, 9, 19 for 29, 238 yards, four touchdown. This man is a stud. Derrick Henry, 22 carries, 101 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, four receptions. 128 yards, three touchdowns. 
this is what this team was supposed to look like. Yes, I said DeAndre Hopkins went for money, but I didn't know that Will Levis was going to be this good. Now I'm thinking Tennessee has a chance to make it to the playoffs. On the opposite end, though, we got the Falcons, who started three quarterbacks because they just don't know who to play anymore. Well, Desmond uh, Ritter sucks, so that that helps. Yeah, yeah. Taylor, Taylor Heineke, 12 for 21, 175 yards, one touchdown. Desmond Ritter, 8 for 12, 71 yards. And they even put Janu Smith in. So sad. And he didn't do anything. John uh, Smith played qu- quarterback? Yeah. The, the tight end? Yeah, that that's pretty awesome. Yeah, he went over. They're such dirty birds. He went over <laughs> <for> one. <laughs> um, B, B, B. John Robinson, eleven carries, sixty-two yards, one touchdown, and Scott Miller was the only uh, receiving player. I don't even know who he is. Uh, two for fourteen, one touchdown. Will Levis, man, that he could bring some life into the Tennessee, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. When Hopkins went to Tennessee, I, yeah, I said, yeah, he went for money. He had a better option to go to the Jets or Jeez. or KC, and he chose Tennessee. Hell, he had an option to go to Dallas, but I know Dallas wouldn't pay him. Yeah, this this team's going to start looking good if uh, Levis can do do something about it. Uh, Melky? It was a, a shock to me. I didn't realize this man was fearless. He he looked like Brett Favre out there, to be honest with you. They got a little Brett Favre vibes from him. And I know he didn't win the game, but Taylor Heineke won yesterday on Halloween with his costume. I don't know if you guys saw it. He was a deer in the headlights, so he was the deer. And oh, with his, the girl. His yeah. girlfriend had the headlights right where her was good. her caboose her her boobs were, and he just kept staring right into it. So Taylor Heineke, you win in life. I mean, I know you didn't win on Sunday, but you win in life right now. Okay. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal, what do you got about this guy? Yeah, I agree with Melky. I mean, he looked good. I mean, uh, going backwards, falling those throws—they looked legit. I mean, he came in four touchdowns. What can you say? Incredible that Tennessee finally decided to bring Hopkins into the offensive plan. Who knew, I don't know, bringing in a talented wide receiver like that is going to pay off if you throw him the ball. Atlanta fucking sucks. And this is coming from a guy who had high hopes drafting uh, Drake London and Bijan Robinson. And Robinson is still sick. He's still uh, stud. Yeah, but man, that team has no idea what they're doing. And their head coach is a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way incredible look with those jerseys mm-hmm. i love, those jerseys. I love the houston oilers yeah. that was such a it's by the way it's bullshit i completely agree that they're even using it just like carolina in the nhl uses hartford whalers if you move a team from a city like okc should not use seattle supersonic stuff like you no. don't get to do that no, if you no. just move the team out but yeah they they look amazing and i already kind of like the titans jerseys it's like an american toronto argo version but those jerseys were clean yeah, D Hops is incredible. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, and and like Gooby was saying before too. I mean, obviously besides Jacksonville, who I think is going to have the division just easily, I can see them making the playoffs wild card. Gooby, you don't think so? If Will Levis can play like he did against Atlanta, I can see them making a run for it. I, I don't, don't count that. out Vrabel ever, but I, I don't think it's a big enough sample size for him to take on uh, the Jags right now for that first. I, I do think possibly wild card. I don't know that AFC North division is just crazy with all those teams. I, I know the B- Baltimore separated themselves, but yeah, Cleveland with the best, one of the best defenses. The Bengals are 
are actually coming to life. They look good again. And well, the, Steelers, the Bengals are the Bengals, yeah. Yeah, and the Steelers, they got the best coach in football. It's, I mean, it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill climb. Tennessee can, but that just means so that love is Tennessee's not in that division. I didn't say they were in that oh, division. Sorry, sorry. There, there are wild card teams, Gooby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. No, my bad, my bad. Is, is that your dream for Tomlin to go to Dallas? Yeah. <laughs> it would never happen because Jerry's a fucking tool. So I'm looking at Jaguars' schedule. Okay, they got the Niners. The, by the way, they're up three games. Uh, the Jaguars are six and two, and the Titans are three and four. So they got the Niners, which they're probably gonna lose. Then they got the Titans. Now, if the Titans beat them, they got a game in hand. They got the Texans. They're gonna beat the Texans. They got the Bengals. That'll be a good game. You never know what could happen. They got the Browns. That defense is pretty good, so you never know what could happen. Then they got the Ravens. They probably lose that game. Then they got the Bucks. They win that. Then they got the Panthers. They win that. So it's all going to come down to the last game of the year. Jaguars like versus Titans. Like last year. Remember? It was down to the, the last game of the season and Tennessee failed. AFC wildcard is coming down to the last weekend. Yeah, yeah. just like just like last season. Yeah. So I, I I can see the Titans taking that top spot in that division. I don't see that. The Jaguars are head and shoulders above. Tennessee, I want to see, like Bod just said, I want to see a bigger sample size from uh, Levis. But the future yeah. looks bright. Definitely the future looks bright in Tennessee. 100%. Well, let's talk about some bright futures and shining stars here. The Dallas Cowboys slaughter the Los Angeles Rams 43 to 20. Yeehaw! Matthew Stafford went 13 for 22, bucked 62, one touchdown, one pick. Dak Prescott finally throws for over 300 yards, guys. 25 for 31, 304 yards, four touchdowns. Did throw a pick, but I mean, it wouldn't be a Dak Prescott game without an interception. CD Lamb had a beast mode game, 12 receptions, 14 targets, 158 yards, and two touchdowns. Stafford did injure himself in the game. His thumb, he's day-to-day. I don't know if he's going to play this week. We don't care, really, because we're not LA Ram fans here. Deron Bland got his third pick six of the season, guys. He's He's rolling. Yeah, he's he he now has more touchdowns than Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, <laughs> Tyler Lockett, Jalen Waddle, and Calvin Ridley. Oh snap! Will the Cowboys continue to play this way, or will they revert back to their old ways? I want to know. Bah, you go first. I honestly, I see eight consecutive losses starting this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I honestly, I'm going to take out this game against Philly because I think we're going to win just bias whatever just like you guys think you're going to win outside of that I told you guys before the season started when we were hanging out like this is going to be close this division is going to be down to the wire now I thought Washington truthfully I had thought they were going to be way more of a matchup and it wasn't going to be so much of a three team race but they were going to be kind of hungry for the wild card and may give one of us trouble in the playoffs that's not an issue anymore you guys are going to keep rolling, I think. I think Dak Prescott, yeah, he's going to throw his interceptions here and there. But as long as he doesn't get injured, I mean, he's still getting into form and he's going. Like, I mean, he's he's throwing massive yards. Land is awesome. Like, I, I just, I'll admit, this was just a highlight watch on YouTube because it's, I'm not going to watch a fucking Cowboys game. <laughs> but 
Lamb looks really sick. I mean, C.D. Lamb is C.D. Lamb. I mean, the guy is an actual threat out there. Micah Parsons, which is actually a true Philadelphia Eagle guy at heart. I love everything that he says sometimes. And he is eventually a future Eagle player. You bet that. No chance. No oh, chance. you bet he's that right be, now. Oh, he, it's happening. He's going to be happening. the highest paid defensive player. Until, I'm telling yeah, he you. will be. Yeah, he will be. He will be. But not for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely for us. <laughs> he's he, retiring. He wishes, he wishes he was on Philadelphia. and You know it. He probably does, but he's being he's getting his paychecks from Jerry. So and, <laughs> and he's going to get the money. But yeah, I, I think outside of this, you guys are, are looking good. Honestly, I think I think Dallas is going to start making a turn. It all starts with this week's game. I mean, if Dallas can get a win this week, I think they'll keep the ball rolling. I feel like it literally depends on this game this week to see how Dallas will progress. If they lose, I feel like they'll go back in that little slump. Uh, but if they win, they're going to stay on that high. Uh, I would like to note, I know we're talking defensive players with Bland and Micah Parsons, but Marquise Bell is officially the number one graded linebacker in the NFL right now. Yeah, baby, yeah! Yeah, stop constantly sending your Cowboy fan page shit to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that for the Eagles. I don't do that for the no, Did I send AJ Brown stuff to the chat? You know what this man does and is actually a thing of beauty. <laughs> actually, you tell him. Go ahead. You tell him. Oh, me. He's oh, saying. you. At the end of every game, I send a nice little picture of Leo DiCaprio from Jangle oh. Unchained. And he's wearing a Philly hat. That's just my trademark. <laughs> Malk, I appreciate that you heart it every time. I know it kills you. It actually doesn't because it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. So I actually love it. <laughs> that that stuff comes from um, uh, pro fantasy football, just so you know, or pro pro football focus, which is like a stat calculator. Yeah, that's the main stat. He, pro he, he's focus. He, he's he's let. Well, I think maybe I think they said like twenty two yards receiving total. You meant that's the picture came from like we. Well, let's see what he does against the Eagles uh, this week. Yeah, no, that's what I'm excited for. That's why I want. Uh, talk about is because I'm excited to see what he does against the Eagles. I, I think it's going to be a great matchup for him. I agree. Well, you know what wasn't exciting, guys? A stupid trade deadline. What a fucking snore fest. There's a big bore, a tease. I swear to God, nuns in church have more action than the trade deadline. That's just pathetic. <laughs> wow, cool. Wait a minute. The fuck? Let's list. I'm going to list down a, a couple of trades, and then I want to know you guys who the winners and losers are. Uh, first one, I got the commanders trading defensive end Montez Swe uh, Sweat to the Bears for a 2024 second round pick. The Giants traded defensive lineman Leonard Williams to the Seahawks for a 2024 second and a 2025 fifth. The Browns made a move. Well, the Browns shipped off wide receiver Donovan People Jones to the Lions. That was a nice pickup, actually, for the Lions. Packers trade corner Razul Douglas to the Bills. The Vikings trade guard Urza Cle Cleveland to the Jags. Then Arizona trades Joshua Dobbs to the Vikings for a conditional seventh and a sixth round pick. And then the biggest splash of the day the Commanders trade. Chase Young, former second round pick from 2020, to the 49ers for a third round pick. Uncle Letty also signed with the Bills, but who gives a fuck about Uncle Letty? I want to know 
who are your winners and who are your losers? And Ba, I want to start with you. Give me a winner. Give me a loser. Well, loser easily is, is Washington. Okay. I actually don't mind the return they got on Sweat. And I actually think Sweat is, is better than Young, especially this year. But that, that team, it's just basically blowing apart right now. And it's an absolute joke that those were all the picks they got for, for two stars, basically. Their defense is completely depleted. They were already leaking. And yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that team was going to give us way more of a challenge this year. And they've just completely sunk. So I understand why they're doing it. But I, I really don't know where they're going from here. Like, why not at least keep one of them? You still got to play the rest of the season. Like, I get trading, but but it's like you really needed those picks. Like, you needed those second and third round picks to rebuild with what you have with this team. What are you going to do? Hopefully try to find another Chase Young in the draft. Like, that, the return, I think, was terrible. That was just so many trades thrown at us right there. I'm trying to think of a winner. <laughs> go go to Gooby. Go to Gooby. Gooby, who do you guys Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. My, my winner, uh, Lions, by the way. You you said it before, yeah. Peoples-Jones. Excellent that they stacked up their wide receiver core. I mean, he's a Michigan guy already. Um, and you know what? He's kind of had a slow start. He really hasn't made that many catches this year. But I think it's just another weapon for Goff. It gives St. Brown uh, more opportunity to be open and, and like less coverage on him sometimes. So I definitely think that's a big win for Detroit. And I guess not a big win, but a win. Oops. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of in agreement uh, agreement with Ba on the commanders. They lost in this draft or uh, this trade deadline horribly. Like they're the losers of the league at this point. I know tanking's a thing, but if they like put tanking in the dictionary, this would be it. Let's just get rid of our best players and call it a loss for the season. The commanders are now tanking to get picks and to be high on the draft board. And the winners, man, the 49ers already a stacked defense. Now they got Chase Young. It's a no-brainer for them. I was kind of hoping that we got Chase Young in Dallas or even Sweat. But they would never trade in the division. Oh, of course yeah. they wouldn't. I'm just saying, I don't even know how you how you could buy this defense anymore. Like this is gonna be a scary defense. I could see them taking them to the to the Super Bowl. I agree, and I agree with Ba. People on the commanders. Like, why didn't you wait? Like you could trade one of them right yeah. now. But why didn't you wait till the offseason? The draft, you probably could, get, could have got more draft capital. Or maybe you can come to an extension. Maybe you can come to an agreement with one of these players. Commanders, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Whether they're the, the, the foreskins or the commandos, they still suck. Whoa! Where did that come from? Whoa! I actually have a, a bigger loser. And you're going to think it's just pure hate. And it it's might the be. Cowboys because they don't trade. But the Cowboys are one of them because... You had a chance to get another wide receiver and you didn't. Like, I would have taken People Jones. Why yeah. Why did the Lions get him and not the Cowboys? Jerry, you're stupid. You think your team is the, great the way it is. So all the other good teams in the NFC get better and you do nothing. That's going to come back to bite you in the ass. But the Denver Broncos had a chance to blow shit up and they didn't. Judy, Sutton, Clark. Certain. No, you build around Patrick Sertan. I, I don't believe in trading a generational corner like that. But he had a chance to get some draft picks back, some draft capital, and he did nothing because you're so high on your horse because you beat the Chiefs. Well, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass too because you're going nowhere this season. I think the Bengals screwed up too, not getting an offensive lineman. And I think the Chiefs did not getting a wide receiver. 
And yeah. Devontae Adams not getting the hell out of uh, Las Vegas. Poor guy is wasting his talents out there, and they won't even trade him. I, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I, I can't believe that he's still in there, especially after what happened, getting rid of firing McDaniels, firing the GM, who's basically just a mouthpiece for him. Yeah, and also, what's Chicago doing? Like, why no did they idea. get sweat like, and give up their second-round pick? Like, that's going to be a really good pick for the Commanders. And yeah, obviously, they're going to probably have like the second, third overall pick or maybe the third, fourth overall pick and have some really good draft depth. But why get sweat right now where you are in the division and even spend that draft capital with where you're going to finish off? Like, I don't understand Chicago. I heard stories that they were they've been looking for a stud defensive end for a long time. So this was their chance to get one. And And I mean, it only cost them a second round pick. I think it's a good move for the Bears. I do, I do too. Their, their defense is not like terrible. They're actually a pretty good defense. Now they just need to work on that offense. And I mean, they got the wide receivers. The running back situation, it's a different story. But they have a defense now. They can build around it. And yeah, I, I could see them making good moves maybe in the near future. And if they get a good draft pick, they could be heading the right way. They stick with Fields? Fields, I think, is there for the long haul, unfortunately. Before we go, I just want to ask, do you like what Minnesota did? Okay, Joshua Dobbs. Desperate times called for desperate measures, and they were just in in desperation for a quarterback, and that was the one that they, they probably called a bunch of teams and said, what do you want for this quarterback, this quarterback, this quarterback, and the best option was this. It was literally what? three days before the deadline, two days before the deadline, they were basically sweating bullets trying to find somebody. Yeah, I think it was a good option for them because there was no other way around it. Yeah, I mean, what, what are they going to do? They're going to bring in Carson Wentz? <laughs> I was going to ask, would that have been a better option, him or, or crab legs? I don't know. Apparently, he's been getting in shape hunting a bunch of elk up north, so who knows if Wentz. <laughs> but, Gooby said it's a complete desperation move. Now, it's a complete benefit for Dobbs. I mean, excellent situation for him to get out of Arizona because he was way on his way out. Kyler yeah. Murray coming. The plans for that team, who knows? But you know what? He was serviceable on a really, really bad team. And you're now going to a really good team that's coached well. Uh, the best the- wide receiver in the game exactly when he does come back with a way better o-line than what you were dealing with so again i said beforehand that minnesota season's over i still believe that but you might get a couple of feel-good pieces with this guy this year but i don't think to expect anything big i agree i think they're treading above water right now but we'll see i would say and i know it would never happen but they could have called the goat and said hey Want to throw Justin Jefferson? Brady's, <laughs> yeah. only, Brady's only Maybe. coming back to Tampa or... The Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. The, those are the only options. I don't know, man. If you say, yo, do you want to throw to the best wide receiver in the game? I get it. I get it. it yeah, but their defense is absolute trash. He, he needs a complete team. Yeah, no, I, I get it, but I'm just saying. The big game at 425 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Cowboys at the... The Eagles, the Eagles, best record in the NFL, seven and one. They're favored by three. The over/under is forty-seven. So, who do you like in round one of this home and home series in the NFC? It's what we've been waiting for. 
do it. Introduce the next segment. Yeah, you got it. Folks, week nine, the game of the week, Sunday in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God. First time meeting this year. Massive matchup. This is huge. I mean, we're in first and seven and one, but I'm just going to get this out of the way. The thing that freaks me the fuck out is if you guys win, you play the Giants next week. We're on bye. And then you would have the fucking go ahead game. And that would really, really piss me off because all of a sudden, boom, you're first in the division and we have to come off a week after that loss. So that is where my concern is. Getting that out of the way, I have full confidence in this Eagles team. Yes, I said before we're dealing with some injuries. Not everybody, especially these two guys, like Sirianni, but he is coaching well right now. (laughs) Hertz does look injured, but he's playing like a man possessed. There's been some rough, rough throws with him this year. Yeah, I'll even admit that. But he's still getting the job done. I think A.J. Brown's going to have another big game. I mean, I don't understand why your players are saying for Cowboy fans to come in and take over the link since that's never fucking happened in our history at either, mm-hmm. you know, really. But Eagle fans are going to be loud, booing or cheering, but they are going to show up typical Philly style. This is a crazy game. Uh, I'm so excited but nervous. And I'll just get it out of the way. I think my score, it's going to be... 38-35 Eagles. Like, I think it's going to be a close game. I think we're going to win by, like, a last-minute field goal or we'll be up a field goal and Dak's going to throw an interception with 20 seconds to go, 43 seconds to go, and then we'll just need to end the game. But it is going to be close back and forth. Really, besides the whole records and possibly, because I think you guys are going to beat the fucking Giants. I'll just get that out of the way. They're so trash. So that's a win. We're finally getting Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott. Wow. Yeah, maybe not the 100% matchup, but that's just an excuse. We have been waiting for this for a couple of years, and it's not going to be the end-all be-all because both guys are playing pretty well right now. But this is the matchup everybody's been waiting for. It's going to be like three TDs, one, two interceptions each or something. (laughs) And it's going to be... And Jake Elliott is going to be Jake Elliott. I'll just say that right now. You know, like, since takes off uh, Dallas, he's wearing a Philly jersey. He comes on, makes a play for us. And of course. Yeah. Jalen Hurts isn't even questionable in fantasy football. So I don't know where you're getting that he's hurt. He is hurt. He's got a knee. I test. Do- it's documented. About? Yeah. It's documented. No, they, they, they say he's not. So I don't know. I think. This is going to be, again, like Boss said, a close game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring for one team. You have lost to one team, and that was the Jets. Arguably a top three defense in the league. You're playing arguably another top three defense in the league. Actually, the number one defense in the league. There you go. Or before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. The, the I'm, going, I'm just going numbers. I'm going okay, numbers. Okay, no, no, I, I get you. But after the trade deadline, when when Chase Young starts doing some shit in, in the Niners, I don't know if we're going to be the top defense in the league. But yeah, that top one as, that played the Cardinals and the Giants and the as Melky said, top defense. As Melky said, and I said, you've lost to a team, the Jets, top three defense in the league. Now you're playing the best defense in the league. I'm saying 35-24 for Big D. Okay. I'm saying you're going to, uh, Hertz is going to throw a pick six, at least one of them. Are you saying Prescott or Hertz there? Hertz is going to throw a pick six. Yeah. We're just breaking records offensively. I I think you got a top D against Arizona, again, the Giants. 
some top teams, the Patriots. You guys have played some juggernauts. You did beat the 49ers. I'll give you that. You played some good teams. but yeah. I, I think Prescott is going to actually have himself a game. Him and CeeDee Lamb have already made that connection this week or last week. Tony Pollard, I think he's going to have a fantastic game. But I really think this defense is going to put a hurting on Hurts. Damn, boy. That's what I'm thinking. I think Micah Parsons is going to make if if what you're saying. And obviously you guys said it's been documented that Jalen Hurts has knee injury. Yeah. Maybe you we have, have our O-line. Maybe You have arguably the best defensive player in the league coming at you. You, you got a problem. Yeah, he's been dominant every single game this season. He's been able to be shut out. We we also don't have the just an, a crazy amazing O line who can protect Jalen. Yeah, you're right. Probably the best guy. O-line in football. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, true, true. Yeah, but best O line versus best that, defense. Well, okay. apparently that doesn't mean shit though. Okay, well I'm gonna break it down for you boys. <laughs> S- Sunday afternoon, There's five, Cowboys 24. Eagles. The rivalry goes way back before us. That's why we're friends. Oh, we've got Dak Prescott versus Jalen Hurts. I'm going to give it to Jalen Hurts, although those eight interceptions don't look too good. No, they don't. He Dak has five. Don't, yeah, don't get it me wrong. Dak has fantastic to me. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, something about the INTs, that's, that doesn't sit well. Other than that, he's having a fantastic season. I look at the receiving core. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, Brandon Cooks, and we'll add the tight end, Jake Ferguson. They have seven touchdowns combined. You go to the Eagles, A.G. Brown, Devontae Smith, Goddard, and we'll, we'll just throw Julio Jones in there. 11 touchdowns. It's pretty fucking good, man. That's, a, that's an amazing receiving course. I give that to the Eagles. Then you got the running game. You got Tony Pollard versus DeAndre Swift. Now, I don't know why they don't feed DeAndre Swift more. I get it. He's injury prone. But if you did, he's a game changer. He, We know how good he can be. But they... They hold him back for whatever reason. And then Jalen Hurts with the knee injury, that's another uh, derail with the Eagles because Jalen Hurts can fly. We all know this. The boy can run. You got the number eight offense versus the number two offense in the Eagles. So you give that to the Eagles right there. They are flying high. But you got the number one defense against the number 21 defense. And I don't know why you guys are 21. It is very weird that the Eagles are 21st in defense. Then you got Mike McCarthy versus Nick Sirianni. I'm going to give it to Sirianni, especially if he has the refs in his pocket. So this game is going to be, it's going to go down the wire. So much at stake. I think it's a must win for the Cowboys. Not as much for the Eagles because you guys can't afford to lose this game because you're seven and one. And we will see you later. So, I mean, there is redemption back then. The Cowboys have to win this game to stay afloat uh, in in contention for the NFC East. And to get that first overall spot, because that's what you want. I think both teams are playing to get that first overall spot to get the bye. My score is closer to Buzz. I've got 30 to 27 Cowboys with Aubrey hitting the game winning field goal. Hmm. And you know what? You guys are stuck. And if you guys win it and it's warranted, and I'm not even saying that it's not. Yeah. It'll turn you guys into actual discussion up there with like the rest of us. Not that you're not, but you guys are kind of that second tier compared to some of the teams. Like I, I agree, Dolphins are on fraud watch, but Eagles, you guys, you beat us, you're right there. And then everybody's talking about the Cowboys. It, it's definitely scary. I, for the most part, most of us have a high scoring game. 
I think to beat the Eagles, you have to get to their level. You guys love to score. You have to get to that level. I know our defense is good, but we've never faced an offense like that. You saw what happened with uh, San Francisco, didn't they? have a high-octane offense, too. You saw what they did to us. They shellacked us. You guys have, I think, a better offense, minus Christian McCaffrey. Nobody is CMC, but your receiving core is way better than San Francisco's. I'll take AJ and Devontae all day over Debo and Ayuk. Oh, I absolutely love our receiving core. And then also to what Booby was saying with Parsons. I mean, it, I was joking around too and, and being a dickhead, but you can't you can't deny the threats that there. Like truthfully, I really hope the Eagles come out and score some early points because I see no way that Hertz is gonna come out untouched from this game for sure. Like he is gonna go down a bit from this Cowboys team. And that's why I think it's gonna be high scoring because he's gonna have to throw early often. I really, really hope they get Swift more involved. Like, I know how you guys are against the run, but he needs to be part of our game plan and to let us switch it up. And it's like I was saying before, why I thought the Eagles potentially might pick up an extra running back, maybe not a superstar, but someone because they don't want to see him. They won't don't want to seem to give him more of a load. I know I'm going to blabble about blabber about the Cowboys defense and whatnot, but no, there's true. one person in particular, and I, I could be wrong, that I think might have a standout game. And that's Mozzie Smith. <laughs> <You're stupid. laughs> he's coming off the bench, but he's there for run defense. I think the Eagles are actually going to use Swift this game, and they're going to try run it down the Cowboys' throats, which is a good idea because the Cowboys are shit against the run. And I think Mozzie Smith is going to have himself a game. I don't. I think he'll be a non-factor. I think Jalen does have a target on his back, and that'll be great for the edge rushers. But yeah, well, there, there's there's three there's three people I think of when it comes to Jalen Hurts, and that's Demarcus Lawrence, Odigizua, and Micah Parsons. I think one of those names means anything, and the rest don't. <laughs> Demarcus Lawrence is fantastic, and he's all right. He he's past his prime. The X factor here, if. If the Cowboys contain A.J. Brown, they win. Because A.J. Brown's on another level. You stop that man, you make Jalen use everyone else, and you get him to try to run. Like, if he's trying to escape the pocket and his knee's bugging him, I think that's your your best bet. But if not, then it's going to be a long game. Do you think they uh, pair up A.J. Brown with somebody? Like, do you think Bland just sticks on him? Or do you think Gilmore? I think you need to double-team him. Let Devontae, I mean, Devontae is a stud too, but let Devontae, let Julio, let Swift in the short game gain well. Let some of those guys beat you. Goddard, let those guys beat you over AJ Brown. If you double team, team AJ, it's a different story. Okay. You almost have to the way Hertz has seen him early. Like, I mean, he is looking for AJ. That's the number one target these last few games. Easily. You don't set a record of six games of over 125 for. <laughs> If you're not being looked at. Unfortunately, it sucks, too, because I would like to see someone other than a quarterback win MVP. And if A.J. Brown could keep that up, I would love to see him in the MVP category. But we know it would go to Hertz because Hertz is the one throwing it to him. Yeah, it, it seems to be a real QB heavy award. And that I don't I don't see that really going away because, I mean, yeah. they are the name and face, basically, of the franchise. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> What do we got next, Gooby? Oh, oh we, by the way, good luck to you, Ba. 
Um, And then in typical Philly fashion, go fuck yourself. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Good luck, boys. You're a dick. Fuck you. I hope you lose. (laughs) Yeah, I hope you lose too, man. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Apparently, we got my favorite pastime in a toilet. Uh, no, not in a toilet. In the toilet. Your toilet. Oh, don't matter. <laughs> I was on one of these days. It's gonna be your toilet. I'm just gonna sneak into your house and take a big old dookie. What? What the fuck? Ah, uh, man. I, I got. Good thing I got the plumber on speed. Dial. I ain't gonna flush either, too. So fuck you. All right. It is boom or bust. And I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna go Leonard Fournette. With being signed to the Bills practice squad, a lot of teams have started acquiring him on their fantasy teams. But with James Cook and Latavius Murray in the mix, I would say, you know what? Leonard Fournette is going to be a bust. Yeah, he might get on the starting roster. You never know. But we've said it before. There's too many mouths to feed. It doesn't give out great fantasy numbers. Who knows if he's going to get a spot on the team anyways. You could be using up valuable bench spots for two to three weeks and then have to drop him. Unless your league has more than six spots on the bench, I would consider leaving Fournette alone. There's no chance in hell that this man is going to get you into the playoffs. It's just not worth it. Yeah, so he's a bust for me. Melky. What do you think? I'm going to agree with Mr. McMahon over here and also say he's a bust. There's no chance. Because of everything you just said, and more importantly, Josh Allen is a stat whore, and he's just going to throw the ball or run the ball himself. There's too many mouths, like you said. Damian Harris just went on IR, but is going to come back. What, Leonard Fournette's going to get a couple snaps here and there? Like, Latavius Murray's doing the same thing. So I don't understand why they would go out and sign someone who hasn't played since they got he got eliminated from the playoffs by the Dallas Cowboys. So I agree with that. He is a bust. Uh, Bob, what do you think? Yeah, 100% completely agree. And Mel took the words right out of my mouth with the Josh Allen stat horse stuff. I mean, this guy is just going to get you a couple of yards here and there, but he's absolutely not worth it. It's incredible how much bust territory he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob, what do you got? Yeah, so this should come as no surprise to anybody, but... Uh, Mr. Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers, come on down. Guess what? The curse is broken. They do not have their franchise quarterback. It doesn't help that basically the Packer wide receivers can't catch anything. So they're not helping him at all. They are a really, really bad team. Like they are just a bad team in the NFL and looking at their schedule going ahead. Rams this week, I still see them losing that. Then it's Steelers, Chargers, Lions, Chiefs. I see them losing all of that. How about you guys? So, Agreed. yeah, they might be yeah. the Gi- Giants after that week 14, maybe because the Giants are so fucking bad. I hate them. They can pull off a win. But looking right now, they're two and five Green Bay Packers. I see them at best maybe getting to five wins this season. And Jordan Love, he just looks lost out there at times. And he is definitely not a starting quarterback. So you are bust material, buddy. Lambeau shows no love for Love. He's straight garbage. He has eight interceptions in five games. Gross! That's not going to get it done. It's disgusting. He is a backup at best. He's probably the biggest bust this week in fantasy. Yeah. Good. All right, Malk. What do you think about Love? What do you think? Sorry. Uh, Yeah, Love? No. 
bus. That's <laughs> what? No, no, I agree. <laughs> just keep Why it are we simple. laughing? It's, it's just yeah, keep it simple, man. I mean, the Packers are they're, they're done after they lost Aaron Rodgers, man. Like they're they're definitely going to be shopping for a new quarterback in, in in the draft, and I don't see love being a number one quarterback anywhere anytime soon unless there's bigger in- injuries next year but for now yeah uh bust all around yeah he's a definite backup like Melky said in the future that or a cfo quarterback rem- remains to be seen yeah. yeah look at swag kelly right now with the toronto argos <laughs> 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 all right i'll finish it off boys yeah, buddy. we're going back to tennessee and it's will levitz aka captain mayo Guys, I think he's a boom. Last week, he had 238 yards, four touchdowns, 11 rushes. With Tannehill officially being out this week with the ankle injury, Levitz is in for game two against the Steelers. And you know what? I'm excited to see this. I think he shows a lot of poise. Again, I told you he reminds me of Brett Favre. Shows no fear. I think he's going to do a great job. And I actually think he should be the quarterback going forward. Tannenhill has not done enough to justify keeping his job. He's older. He's slower. Why not jumpstart and revitalize the franchise with this big bulge of Mayo energy? Will Levitz, he's a boom in my book. And he's the miracle whip Tennessee has been waiting for. Pick him up on the wire if he's still available. I think he's a great backup quarterback to have. Yeah, I was actually trying to pick him up on the wire. Uh, well, I thought about it. I had to wait until next week when um, I have my bye week. Yeah, he went quick. He went for $29 on uh, our fantasy uh, fob money waiver wire. He's going to be a boom, man. I think he's going to do great things for Tennessee. And uh, the sky's the limit for him. Absolutely agree. This guy's definitely a boom. Melky and I clearly not sold as much as Gooby was because I don't know if they're going to win the division, but this guy is going to have, I think, a couple more performances like he did, like maybe not four touchdowns, but he looks strong. Like like you said, with Brett Favre, I mean, those were strong, accurate throws on off foot and like it, it just he looked really fucking good. So I definitely think he's going to be a boom. Yeah, Kubi, <laughs> you still got me thinking about uh, Tennessee going far in the playoffs and you think that they're pretty high right now. I don't, think I, I, don't, so. I don't think they're going like really far. I think they win the division and I think they win their first playoff game, but then they lose their second. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill's proven that he is not the guy. Like he is past his prime. I mean, he threw up some big fantasy points in the past. I mean, that guy had some 50 point games, but he's not that guy anymore. He's proven that. And this team has enough weapons that you're right, Melky. Go with the young guy. I don't it's a feel good t- story. I don't think Tannehill is going to be there next year either. So no, no, definitely not. He's done. Levis is just fun to watch, except for when he drinks coffee. That's the only gross. time you don't don't watch him. Absolutely. Okay. Gross. Bah, take us home, baby. What do we got to end things off? Yeah, folks, to end this episode and to thank these guys so much for having me on once again, it's the little creation I made when they started this show, and that is Toonie Bets. We choose one game a week that we think and we bet on it with each other who's going to win. Boys, I'll start it off, obviously. 
And I am going to go Bengals versus Bills in Cincinnati. And I have the Bengals winning it. It is the 820, the late Sunday night game. And the Bengals are on a roll. We kind of lightly touched on it, but they look back like Burrow looks healthy. The way he's staying in the pocket, his vision right now. I mean, Burrow is back. And I said this before as an Eagles fan. Yeah, I love the hype with my team. I think it's really sick and I think it's warranted. But people seem to fucking forget that Cincinnati was us the year before going to the Super Bowl, the new young hotshot with the hotshot wide receivers and the quarterback. And they really haven't done too much to stray away from that team. They're still in it. Buffalo's kind of faltering. People are calling for Sean McDermott's head. Uh, I know I said Josh Allen's questionable, but talking to you guys, it seems like he's probably going to play. Yeah, Damian Harris is on the IR. I don't know. I just see that Buffalo, and this is going to suck for me fantasy-wise, but I see them losing and Cincinnati just continuously picking up steam going forward this season. I really don't see them slowing down after this, unless injury. I agree with you. I think the Bengals take this. If the score gets too high, like say it's like 20 to nothing, which probably won't happen, but say it does, I think they bench Josh Allen, try to keep him healthy and move on to the next game. What the fuck? Joe Burrow has Josh Allen's number. Yeah. Let's let's be real here. Joe Joe Cool has his number. It's at home. Bengals want it more. They need it more because their division's a lot tougher. I take the Bengals too. Love it. Love it. Let's hear from Melky. Yeah. So we're going all the way to Frankfurt, Germany, boys. Love it. 9.30 a.m. game. We've got the Dolphins. We've got the Chiefs. It's supposed to be Tyreek's return, but it's not really return if it's in the land of beer and sausages. But yes, Chiefs are going to win this one. I know that's only a minus two. I get it. Two high octane teams, but there will be no revenge game for Tyreek Hill. I'm looking at Mahomes versus Tua. I mean, Tua has better numbers, but Tua can't beat the good teams. Let's be real here. The Dolphins just beat up on the shit teams are the bullies of the NFL. I like KC. KC's got the number 10 offense. I know it's versus number one, but they got the number six offense versus number 26. Kelsey versus Hill. It's a great matchup. I'm going to give it to Kelsey. Now, do we think Swift is going to fly out to Germany and watch this game too? Is that a possibility? Possibly. I'm sure she has a private box in every country at every venue. So, I'm sure it's <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Most mind-boggling stat, the Chiefs don't lose two games in a row. They haven't lost two games in a row since 2015. Damn! So I don't see that changing. I'm taking the the Chiefs. So grab a boot of beer and a bratwurst and enjoy the smashing of the Dolphins. I don't know. I think I the Dolphins... Uh, I think the Dolphins actually take this one. I think they want to prove themselves. It's like you said, it's in Germany, so there's like really no home field advantage, roughly. And honestly, both teams are gonna be tired, pooped, and whatever. But I really think Miami might have their number. I think Tyreek Hill is gonna have a great game. I think Tua is gonna have a great game. It'll come down to the wire, but I really think that Miami can pull this one off. Bob, before you go, did you say Scheiser or poop? What? I didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, you said you said poo, didn't you not? I don't think so. 
pretty sure you dropped the poop, the p word. That, I was at, was asking Scheiser because it's in Germany. Anyways, uh, bye. Guten Tag. <laughs> Every, everybody rewind the tape. Listen for yourself. Um, uh, I might say they they're gonna feel like poop because fucking yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. because okay. because it's an early morning game and it's in Germany. So very excited for this game. Truthfully, nothing better than having a coffee in the morning, watching sports and just chilling out peaceful. Gooby knows that with soccer, F one, whatever. Yes, sir. Day before that, I've got Baron versus Dortmund in actual football. Fired up for that. And partnership between KC and Baron. You think I'm going to choose KC, but I'm actually agreeing with Gooby on this one. And I think history is made and KC's going to lose two games in a row. Nope. I think it might be close, but I actually think that this is going to cause a little bit of panic land in KC, which is going to be quite enjoyable for the first time in a bit. But it'll be unwarranted. They're going to be okay for the rest of the season. I don't think this is going to start anything. However, these European games are so weird. Like besides Jacksonville basically being a home game over there, yeah, <laughs> you know, the scores are, are really like in question. They're usually lower scoring games for the most part. This Dolphins team is kind of my bandwagon team this year. Just sick jerseys. Tua is playing lights out. The judo apparently has really helped. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it, like you said, it's supposed to be the homecoming game, but it really isn't. But I think there's going to be a little bit of fireworks and that Miami Miami offense is going to run. So I actually have Miami winning it. Yeah. Do you care to double down both of you? Sure. Double down. Okay. Double down your toonie, obviously. That's it. <laughs> if, if there's even any more, sure. But yeah. Four dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I just kind of want to piggy- piggyback off Bob really quick. Uh, my Sunday is going to look fantastic. I got the Liverpool game at 1130. So I'm watching the football at 930. Then I'm watching the Liverpool game at 11.30. Then NFL starts at 1, plus the race. Oof. And then Philly-Dallas. Yeah, that's a beautiful yeah. Sunday. Break, that's breaking news. Breaking news oh. before, Gooby, you give off your toonie bet. The Texas Rangers have just won the World Series. <laughs> they just swept the Diamondbacks, and it says... No, sorry, it was in five. They won game five, and four, they end a 62-year drought. 62-year title drought. So maybe people can win in Texas. <laughs> this is a sign. This is this a just, sign for Sunday. This just gives me the hope for the Maple Leafs. Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh, come on. You already had the hope with the Maple Leafs with that prime signing. Yeah, that's right, Gooby. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Gooby. Who you got? I mean, we got the Eagles fan here. We got the Cowboys fan. So I had to pick. I got the green and blue. If you uh, saw saw me on camera right now, I got the green and blue in the background. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys over the Eagles. Like I said, I'm going to go like 35-24. It's going to be a fantastic game. I wish it was like the night game, like the primetime game. I don't actually, they probably can't change it now, but they sometimes do change the night games. I they only, feel like they only do that for the Broncos, and there's no I Broncos feel like Josh fans. Allen, <laughs> if, if Josh Allen wasn't playing, they would have switched it. I can't wait. This is going to be fantastic. 35 24, Dallas wins. Eagles suck. They blow balls. They <laughs> smell like my poo. Hey, yo, what the fuck? My, my, that my, shizer. They, they smell <laughs> like my shizer. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's easy to rebut. We just spent 10 to 15 minutes on it. I think I said 38, 35 boys for the Something Eagles. Something like that. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be close. A, a field goal win or an interception is going to end the game. But I obviously yeah. have my Eagles going to eight. Drawn bland. Fucking one. Eight and one. I've got the upside. Cow- Cowboys come into Philly and take one away uh-huh. from me. You pigeon ass bitches. This just right. in. <laughs> this just in. Our resident Broncos fan had a point to make. Oh, well, I don't really care actually. So go on. No, he's a Lions <laughs> fan now. It's okay. Oh, oh my, yeah, he's yeah. a Lions fan. Okay. I uh, know okay. he didn't actually text me anything, but I'm sure if no. he was on here, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, the the Eagles win because they're so much better." That's yeah. his opinion. He's also a Broncos fan, so there should be no opinion. All right, boys. That was Tooney Betts. Thank you, boss, so much. Best creation ever. We're going to wrap it up. So like, just like Josh McDaniels, we are out of here. Only <laughs> will be back for week 10 and he won't. I want to thank you guys for joining us in week nine. Always a blast when the mustard boys get together and start squirting yellow. Felt like a mustard episode. I, I don't know. Just me. Thank you. Any 30 El Jefe NFL football for existing fantasy football for existing. The Gooby and Ba, you guys are my ride or dies, man. Thank you so much for being here. And I know you're an Eagles fan, but I can look past that because you're cool as fuck, Ba. And I also want to thank people that aren't Eagles fans because you do exist and you <laughs> you're the reason why I do this to chirp the Eagles <laughs> need you on my side here my God. Uh, Gooby drop a line for us before we peace out drop a line like yeah. you want me to like spit a verse here or something like that I don't, if you, I don't if you can that'd be cool I don't think I can um, <laughs> alright then just say your goodbyes and hurry up <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening, watch or uh, listening, and thank you everybody for you know being a part of this, but especially all all the guests that we've had in the past. Thank you for joining us. I mean, no offense, to you Milk, I love you, but I love having a guest on that has different opinions and just fucking cowboy shit. Thank you, Bob, for sh- uh, showing us your love and uh, appreciate you being on here. And uh, hopefully, we'll do this soon for I don't know when the next week is that Dallas play the Eagles but I think it's in like three weeks yeah don't don't worry I'll be on anytime you guys want I love doing this uh, hopefully we can get our resident Bronco fan on and we can have a round table because it's always a blast yes sir again just like Melk said ride or dies I appreciate you guys every time appreciate the network and I can't wait for the group chat to be completely silent until the last five minutes when the winning team guy can start talking shit. I'm fired up. Bob, what do you got going on? Tell everyone what you got going on, what's coming out. What are you working on? We just dropped an absolute fire episode of Wow, I Had Mustard here with the boys and and Calf. So that was an absolute uh, blast. And then tomorrow after this, I'm recording the next Leaf episode with El Jefe. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about there. And besides that, I mean, basically, just boys, everyone just check out the networking. Calf just dropped a Mortal Kombat review. Nerd alert! Go check that out on YouTube. Yeah, listen to these guys next week because this show is probably the best on the network. I absolutely love it. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> Click and subscribe to NA30. Find us everywhere on every stream, especially Ba and El Jefe's hockey show. It's pretty fire, too. This has been Show Us Your TDs Week 9. I'm Melky. That's Gooby. There's Ba. And we are going to make like Deshaun Watson's t- talents and disappear. <laughs> I'm a cowboy, baby.
Bye. With the top left bye. back in the sunshine. Die, eagles die. <laughs> <laughs>